2: Welcome, everyone, to another exciting episode of Supernatural Girls Radio. I'm your host, Patricia Baker. I am here with my co-host, PK. How are you tonight, PK? Absolutely
3: fabulous. Just starting to deal with that little bit of a nip in the air from the change of the weather. I'm ready for summer again. (laughs)
2: I, I know. <laughs> well, I concur, because it is cold here now. It feels like winter has arrived. So, mm-hmm. anyways, not happy about We're it either. <laughs> Gosh, I know. Well, what, what's happening with the numbers? Enlighten us. What well, do we need to prepare for?
3: Need to prepare. Let's put it this way. We are at the tail end of the month. This is a nine-month, which is a time of ending old things, making way for the new to take place. It's an excellent time to get rid of people, places, and things that don't fit in your world to allow the new things to start with the new month. As it stands right now, we have a couple of days to fine-tune where we are to get ready for this December, which is going to be one month for everyone, regardless of what our personal stuff is. The one month is fresh starts and new beginnings laying out exactly what we want and how we want it to go. So we're in very good positioning if we allow what we don't want, dust it off, sweep it out the door, and get rid of it now. That way, when December hits, you're off and running in a very positive way. Although, I have to throw in a little clinker here, on the 13th of December, we go into retrograde until the 1st of January. And so when we deal with the retrograde... Don't forget, retrograde means everything seems to go backwards, and anything to do with electronics can and will get messed up. So if something breaks down, set it aside. Don't worry about it until after the 1st of January. It's a time to let go of people, places, and things that don't fit, but you'll get a chance to really get some good things happening because, after all, it's a Months would we don't need to deal with any of this stuff anymore. Look for the good stuff. Well, I
2: like that. I like that. Clearing so, out the old and letting in something good right. instead. <laughs>
3: I don't get just yeah. a little broom. I get one of these great big brooms that they get that they do in the department store. You see, what are is the aisle with. I want one of those the <laughs> house.
2: <laughs> there you go. That'll do it. That's wonderful. Yeah, well, I, I wanted. You know. Yeah, really, we're ready. I wanted to, again, remind everybody to go to our homepage because we have some fantastic technology and leading-edge liposomal vitamins on that page, a new kind of water that you add to your drinking water. It's, it's in a smaller container, but check it all out. It's really good stuff. We are not selling any of this. What we do is we ask these people to give our audience a discount. So Mm -hmm. go to our homepage, take a look, and see if there's anything that you need to bolster your health, to make sure that you uh, do well through the holidays. I've been hearing there's a lot of flu running around, so you want to make sure you avoid that, keep your immune system up and healthy. So take a look, and if you have any questions about the products, you can contact the manufacturers or you can send us an email. be happy to answer all of your questions about it. These are products that we use ourselves, and we know they work, so that's why they're on our homepage. So take a look there. And we have a great guest who is kind enough to stay up late at night to speak to all of you and us, She is calling in from Portugal, and she is a very well-known visionary and author. Her name is Patricia Corey. Tonight we've got three Patricias on the show. I think we can take over the world. We're all set. We're ready. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to tell you a little bit about Patricia. She has a new book out, and it's called The New Syrian Revelations, Galactic Prophecies from the Sixth dimension. So we want to know, what are we looking forward to? And Patricia is going to tell us. Now she has over a dozen published books to her credit, and she Mm -hmm. is obviously a prolific author and renowned public figure who has been sharing wisdom about the human condition and the enlightenment of our civilization for three decades. She is a system buster, a freedom fighter, and a warrior for justice, truth, and the liberation of sentient beings on planet Earth. We can get behind all of that, that's for sure. She shares a view of the world that challenges the status quo and unapologetically confronts the issues that concern us all today. And I could keep talking about her, but instead, I'm going to bring her on the show. So, Patricia, welcome to the show. Thank you, Patricia. I love that we're all Patricia. That's going to make
1: it very easy to remember each other's names. Delighted know, to be- really.
2: <laughs> thank you
1: for having well, me on. It's a delight. I'm glad to be on with you.
2: Well, thank you. And thank you for being so persistent I don't know what was wrong with the radio board connection tonight. We've never had that happen. But thank you for continuing to call in until you finally made it through that blockade, whatever in the world it was. I'll be talking to Blog Talk about that. See what in the world they were trying to prevent our guests from talking to us. How dare they! Yeah. So yeah. you're in Portugal. What time? What time is it there? I am in the Azores Island, which uh,
1: it, it, the Azores Islands, which are one hour uh, behind the mainland of Portugal, and I'm found in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean between the Portugal, which is the end of the continent of Europe, on one side. And uh, the um, North American concept on on the other side. So I'm really, you know, vulnerable here as far as weather and things like that. Right in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean is where we're from. Wow. That must be beautiful. It really is. And, you know, it's a very interesting thing that I came here originally. I was channeling a book for the dolphins and whales. And I knew that I had to get in the water with them, or at least the dolphins, because otherwise I wasn't really honoring their 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 brilliance and their message. So I uh, found out that the only two places at that time that it was really suggested to, to swim with them was Egypt or the Azores. And I had never really examined the Azores at all. And so I came here to do that, and I ended up with a wonderful experience of swimming with 250 dolphins, all by myself. Oh home my goodness. gosh! But ah, yeah, 250. Can you imagine? It was such a funny story because the 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 company said the the problem with the Azores, though, you, you know, you you need to be an accomplished swimmer. I said, oh yeah, I am. She said, because you got to jump off a boat in the middle of the ocean, whereas in Egypt uh-huh. they come in and they're kind of more tame. I go, no, I don't want tame. give me wild. So I got
2: no. here but oh my god, I'm gonna
1: jump off this boat in the middle of the ocean But uh I did and I had the most extraordinary, extraordinary two hundred and fifty. In fact the captain of the boat said, I don't know who you are and what you do, but this is not normal. Oh and, god, uh, they came oh, to I see you. Yeah. yeah. they did. And then um uh, I realized, wait a minute, this place, where am I? And i Immediately knew that I was in Atlantis. So it's a very magical oh. experience oh. that brought me here. And they they found a pyramid under the water.
0: Oh my! That
1: uh, not not on my island, but on the, another island, um, San Miguel. A fisherman was. Uh, there uh, it was a very clear day he was out fishing, deep sea fishing and he saw a pyramid, a perfect pyramid deep in the deep and the next thing you knew the military hushed it up and he lost the coordinates, if you get my drift.
0: Oh,
1: oh God. Uh, so people are examining this place because they they mm. do, and more and more it's coming about how how this is part of the Atlantean um continent. It's very exciting. Mm. That is.
2: How long have you lived there? Well, that happened in 2010.
1: And then in 2011, I came back, I bought a house, not having a clue what I was going to do. I just said, I'm going to do this. And I got all my savings together and I managed to buy this house. And I used to come every summer. I used to lead groups here also to swim with dolphins. And then in 2016, my man and I—I I lived in Italy, uh, so I was with the same man for 30 years. We broke oh, up, gosh. and I went, "Oh, okay. Well, I know where I'm going." So I moved here, and uh, here I here I am
2: since 2016. Gosh. Per- what, what an adventure! <laughs> yeah? yeah, definitely.
1: It's interesting when we let the universe guide
2: us, isn't it? Yeah, Oh, definitely. Things just flow no into place. Yeah, that's it. So that's it. Now, this book is very interesting, and we love hearing prophecies, and we love hearing from ETs and all of that. So, this started what twenty years ago when you first had contact. My first, well, as a child, I had. Um,
1: I used to tell my mother the little blue people are here or I'm, I'm out there. I'm out in the garden talking to the little blue people. And my mother said, who, you know, I mean, children are children, right? Who are these little blue people? Mm-hmm. So that they're from another galaxy. And she goes, okay. And then I would tell her that all these things that they would tell me, these little blue people. And at, you know, I'm, I, I that was the 50s in the 50s. People weren't using galactic language, right? I mean, if a child now said I'm from another universe, you'd say, okay, honey, turn off the games and have your cereal. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. uh, My mother said, my mother was very tuned in, and she didn't suppress me. And then one day I went and told her that I was from another dimension, and she wasn't ready to hear it. I was only four years old. I oh said the little blue people told me I'm from another dementia but you're not ready to hear that yet. So already at the age of four I was having co- um, connection and contact with the Syrians because of course they're blue. Uh, the blue vibration is, is very much affiliated with the Syrians. But uh, the little blue people were sort of like emissaries that were coming to a child so that I wouldn't be afraid. They, they took form as almost like Tinkerbell, so that I could uh, connect with them. And they would sit on the tall grass, the tips of the grass, in my fort and download all this incredible information. And all through my life, I've had – I'm a very clairvoyant person, and I have been since childhood. But it was, as you said, it was in 1997 when I went to the crop circles in England – and there I got a, a complete, an absolute connection um, in a journey, let's say, an interdimensional journey that, that was mm-hmm. nourished by being in the crop circle. And when I came back from that experience, I began channeling the Syrian High Council. So that was in 1997. It's
2: so almost 25 years. Yeah. Wow. That's a long connection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Now, Very have long. you have you ever experienced an in physical uh, situation with them, like being taken aboard a ship or anything like that? Uh, as as a physical in
1: physical body, no, I've never been abducted, but I have had craft over my house, and, and I, I have had several visions. Of, I led a group of people because I, I do secret tours. I led a group to Egypt, I think it was 2011, and I had a private access at the Temple of Hatshepsut, and I was leading a meditation, we were up on the top of the the building, and I told everybody, open your eyes, open your eyes now, and I said, we've got contact, and then I saw a light go on in the the sky, and there weren't a lot of stars out, so it wasn't confusing, it was like this bright thing just went on, it started to flicker. It moved across the sky and the people were blown away. I had 50 people in that group watching this thing and somebody said, no, that's that's nothing. It's probably the uh, the space uh, station. And it did a 90 degree turn and then it did another 90 degree <laughs> turn. I wow. On its way. I, said,
3: I don't trust the space Still
1: them, didn't <laughs> And so lots of oohs and ahs. And I was telling them, you know, they're supposed to send out love to this. Whatever we're experiencing, let's just send out this welcoming love and celebration. And it, you know, then it, it went blink and went out, and we everybody oh. was over the moon. And I said, they're not done I yet. Bet. Blink, another one came on from the other side of the horizon, and was doing swinging somersaults, swirls. It was an experience.
2: And Oh I my have gosh! A had- oh, wonderful, yeah. And, you
1: know, for everybody to see it is is something quite
2: exceptional, isn't it? It is. It totally is. That's very exciting. So what kinds of things are they telling you about what we're facing right now? Because what we're facing is pretty horrible, and what we're living is is very challenging. So what do they have to say about all of this? Oh, boy, that's a very big question.
1: I'd like to start by saying that throughout my experience with working with them, which is yes 25 years 14 books later uh the the message has consistently been that we are going to be facing i mean even 25 years ago they talked about this period of time that we would be in now and how they called it the desert days of humanity and how we would Mm. be faced with annihilation or um an evolutionary milestone that much of the galaxy would be interested in observing. And so we are in that state now. We're either going to self-destruct completely or we're taking that great ascension leap. So a lot of my work and a lot of their messages are about that, the the process of the individual soul experience and then the collective soul of homo sapiens, how we evolve. Mm-hmm and what we look forward to. And I have to say, yeah, it's really dark right now. But the council always, the Syrian High Council have always said, did you think that ascension was going to be an easy thing? <laughs> and I we think it's possible. <laughs> hope, <laughs> hope, exactly. Hope springs eternal in the human breast. <laughs>
0: yeah. And,
3: you know,
1: you, have, you know, this is your challenge. This is your... Uh, the great test of the soul. Do you take those leaps in consciousness, the knowing that you are moving onto higher ground, higher experience, or do you allow yourself to fall into the, the, the deep, dark crevasse of consciousness that is engulfing the planet. <clears throat> so I do, I do see how terrible it is, but I, I have been nurtured by these beings and my own spiritual perception to know and believe that we are on the point of an incredible breakthrough. And I mm-hmm. I, I think I'm, I'm not young, but I think I'm going to be alive to see that happen.
2: That's exciting. That be it. Yeah. I, one of the things that we talk about a lot on the show and we talk about off air, uh, PK and I, is The fact that so many people, it seems, are being uh, brainwashed, triggered. Mm -hmm. Um, There's just so such a strange level of weirdness going on with people's consciousness today. And then there's people who get it, understand it, uh, see where the darkness is coming from. It's what do you make of that? That why people are, or how people get caught up in that brainwashing system.
1: Well, and the book goes into quite a lot about that, about how the uh, electronic domination of human experience is deliberate, how the television set uh, programmed the conscious mind and uses technology that has to do with uh, the flicker. Have you, are you aware of the flicker in television? And tell us more about mm-hmm. that. What is that? Oh. So the... I I knew a man who worked for Sony television and he filled my head with the truth about what they do. And he said, don't you realize when you're looking at television, he said, if you look at a television set on through your computer, you'll notice that it's flickering. And he said, but when you're looking at it directly, you can't see it. And he said, those flickers are, are deliberately programmed into the hardware of the television so that it can put you into a, receptive hypnotic state mm-hmm. within in a few seconds he said that's why and the, he said the development of the of the um oh what do you call it for goodness' sake, the mo- the mouse or no the uh the remote right mm-hmm. so the wand mm-hmm. god forbid you should get up and change the channel that would break you out of the hypnotic state so he said oh. what, the, one of the why the the um remote was designed into all this technology was to keep you in uh, unconscious enough that you just kept flicking the button without coming out of that state. He said that is deliberate because when you're in that receptive hypnotic state the program can go into the mind. And he said Mm -hmm. it was all programmed CIA. I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. And so uh, a lot of my message for humanity is I know it seems hard, but if you can break away from the television, that's the first huge marker of your independence. Can't turn it off. I mean, I'll, say, I'll tell you another thing. I have a smart TV in my bedroom because I watch old DVDs. I don't have any television whatsoever, right? And right. more recently, at 3 o'clock in the morning, the TV went on. The, even though there was no program program, the light went on on the TV. And this man mm-hmm. also told me that, <clears throat> he said, if, you're, if you've if you got a smart TV, you're being watched. He said, the little red dot, he said, and this was 20 years ago, he said, one out of uh, 10 of the televisions have uh, cameras looking in. And he said, by 2011 or 2010, I, I think he said, all televisions will have the capacity to watch mm-hmm. you and I said, well, you're a little paranoid, aren't you? <laughs> and he said, trust me, Patricia, TV is their device. Get
2: it out of your house.
0: Hmm.
2: So- and it does seem that there's some people that are much more susceptible than others. I mean, mm-hmm. I I watch television, but I don't feel, and I know I'm not programmed by it because of the way... I look at the world, however, there were so many people, and again p k you and I talked about this so much, where we were shocked by the people that we thought were intelligent and aware mm-hmm. were not they were easily sucked in to this other yeah. way of looking at the the world in a very and it was very strange, so yeah, it just seems like some people are more susceptible. Which would make sense.
1: Yeah, so. I, I'm sure that it's also got, to, obviously has to do with where you are in your spiritual path
2: and, mm-hmm. you know, your
1: awareness, you know, just going through life. But most definitely these these devices, the cell phone, poof, and the That's television. Of, about. Yeah, the, the cell, cell phone. phone is, Is I tell everybody, this is not your tool, it's theirs. Mm hmm. The cell phone. Watching my and
3: thirteen so, year old granddaughter. It's attached to her wrist. She can't put it down. She's mesmerized by it. And yeah. all their friends are all hooked together. It's it's like a chain gang watching them <laughs> with their phones.
1: It's very strange. I you know, I, I saw a group of guys, mid twenties kind of group, in a mm-hmm. cafe having and they were all all of them or like six of them all sitting there glued to their cell phones. I thought, yeah. what is the point of going out if you're not going to be talking? I mean, what is this? And um, what is it? Is It's programming. So this is the, one of the tools. And, mm-hmm. of course, the program, telling people what they're supposed to believe, uh, has, has really managed to um, captivate and capture the consciousness of so many people. Then there's all the meds, the drugs, the mm-hmm. um, pharma. How, I don't know how much you want me to say about
2: that. Yeah, we'll uh, feel free because we're all on the same page here and most of our audiences too. So yeah, that's also uh, not meant to make us, to get us well. We know that. It's just <laughs> to put money in their pocket. So yeah, there's very of- <laughs> little.
1: I heard a statistic that blew my mind, which was that 40% of Americans are on a mind-altering drug, and 70% of Americans are on some sort of pharmaceutical prescription. Now, of course, you can take that with a grain of salt, but the point is, there is really a problem in the allowed or or approved Mm -hmm. before you even get to the drug problem. Right. And subdued population is a controlled population.
2: Yeah, and this population, so, despite all the medication that we're taking, is not healthier. It's less oh, healthy than generations before us. But they don't want us to be healthy. They want us to be addicted no, and don't. controlled. Mm-hmm. If that's exactly what they're doing. Exactly what yeah. they're doing. So, yeah, it, it takes a lot to be able to know that integrate it work around it so that you don't become one of the sheep following orders yeah. that you know are going to destroy this whole country and more but yeah so the Syrians are watching this closely obviously and they're giving you messages on is it on a daily basis that you are in touch with them no uh
1: when i there are t- first of all i never ask them for personal information because it's not like I say I'd like to have your guidance on this or that uh, because the work that I do with them is so global it's so big and so I really honor that and uh, there'll be moments when I get a lot of contact in my dreams so I know I'm journeying with them and then the occasional we have a, another book <laughs> it's just like oh here we go because The first three books are a trilogy, and it's just so amazing. I used to get up every morning, 4 o'clock, I'd I'd hear something like static. (laughs) And I was like, "Uh uh-oh, here we go. And off I would be. (laughs) And it was, you know, every morning at 4 a.m. for a year. And then I finished the first book, and I think it was 48 hours later, the title of the new book is. I mean, you're kidding, right? Mm. <laughs> the title of the new book. So occasionally that happens, and it's either a message, we have a message uh, for the world, or the title of the new book is. And it, it's, it's been such an extraordinary personal journey. Oh, and I bet. It, it just because it's so pure, and it's been validated by world events so much that people... Mm-hmm. Still say, wow, you you wrote that in the Cosmos of Soul 25 years ago, and now here it is. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I didn't really write it. I just participated as described. But uh, one of the... Give... Oh, excuse me, go ahead,
3: honey. No, you <laughs> didn't. you were ever given information as to why you were chosen?
1: Um, let's see, have I ever had that? No, I don't think so. It's just, you know, they always re- they always talk about being an mm-hmm. ego-less nervous And how yeah, I remember this one passage where they say, Tridja, they call me Tridja. Tridja is gifted, and so are all of you. Mm-hmm. Which I love, you know, because I love having no ego attached to the work that I do for them mm-hmm. and for whole humanity. So, um, but I, I have a personal feeling that I'm kind of a galactic traveler. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. That would make that, sense. That was my thought. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Especially since it Is started there,
2: at, at such a young age. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Is there anything that they've told you, or I'm sure there's more than one thing that they've told you, that surprised you? Oh, boy.
1: Well, in the book Atlantis Rising, which is one of my favorites of their works, they describe how our son is going through ascension in great detail. And in it's in this New Syrian Revelations, there's more detail about that as well. But one of the main themes of the Syrian information is that we don't really we don't understand this ascension process quite right so let us explain it to you because we've been through it okay so the they're telling us it's not just people or or animals that are going through ascension it's not just your planet it's your sun your sun is about to progress into the fourth and then onward and at the time Nobody was giving any attention to the fourth dimension. Everybody wanted to get directly into the fifth dimension. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they, why would you be, you know, wanting to bypass the fourth dimension? This is let us explain it to you. So uh, in great detail, they explain that the, our sun, at the time it was twenty-five years ago, okay, would be beginning its ascent into the fourth dimension, and we are now there, right? Which I'll get into in a minute. And that it's going to look a lot like 3D because it's very similar in, in a lot of ways. So you're not going to recognize it at first. But then things will start to happen like losing time, time mutating, and complete mayhem on your planet. Because in the fourth dimension, your personal and global karma will all come forward at the same time. And they said, your shadow will be in front of you, not behind you. So you'll be confronting that as individuals and as a global civilization. And so all of the karma accrued on this planet across all time and space is going to start bubbling up. And that's what we're seeing. And they described how the sun goes into the fourth, all of the planets go into the fourth. And PK, you're, you're going to know a lot about that. I can tell from your knowledge about numerology, astrology, how all the planets are changing. They're mutating. They're heating up. Their Saturn is losing its ring. Jupiter's spot is warping, and I talk about that in the in the book as well. And so it's not just the Earth that is experiencing this bizarre shift. Um, and so that is a very interesting part of their teaching how actually our sun is morphing and we're seeing that. In, in, for example, have you noticed that the sun isn't yellow anymore? Yes. Good point. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's white. It's losing its density <laughs> and it's, more and more people are saying, wow, the sun is so different than it used to be, aside from the fact that we're seeing it through chemtrail.
2: But uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> that changes it somewhat, yes, do yes, yes. yes. so they do they, they let me ask you this also before I forget this question. Do they offer any insight as to how this i'm gonna call it a regime, how this regime took over, how it got into power Because 'cause we're all a part of this, and I know a lot of people didn't want it, but yet it's here. And it's so destructive. Have have the Syrians had anything to say about that? I mean, there's been a lot of conjecture about: are the reptilians behind it? Are you know is, is who's in charge? It's maybe some other form of extraterrestrial. It's there's a lot of questions. When you say regime, are you talking about the political regime or the power yes. behind? I'm Which? talking about the political regime and the power that that is pulling the strings. Okay, Mm -hmm. so yes, Mm -hmm. they talk at great length about the fact that we have 2,000
1: Anunnaki reptilian overlords that are still pulling the strings on this planet. And Mm. uh, that is probably came out around the time that David Icke was coming out with his information about the reptilian overlord situation. Mm -hmm. And they they're also they're utilizing the satanic oh, what do I want to call it? Control system. But they're not necessarily themselves satanic. They just know how to put that into management on planet Earth to bring down the vibration of of the population of all, even the animals because they perform a lot of uh, satanic rituals on animals and this also affects the animal kingdom right mm-hmm. but uh, you know there's a lot of conjecture people say oh the Anunnaki have left and the Reptilians have left and the Syrians say sorry uh-uh, not yet this is what you're up against and this is the Armageddon the battle of darkness and light is the satanic Reptilian force on one side and the angelic uh, uh, Homo sapiens evolved. Homo sapiens on the other, and it is a, a galactic happening that a lot of beings are watching. I was like, could well, they stop watching and just come down and give us a hand? And of course, yeah,
2: the, yeah. The, the I
1: like that that. they've always said, you know, what do you need to be saved from? You're the saviors. You've got to do the work. If it's, it's, it's something, if a force were to come in and save you you'd have to repeat this process again and again and again until you learned it so you learn the godliness that you are the spark of divinity that you are only then when you unite in that great light will you move beyond this test i'm like okay oh
2: yeah, I mean, look, we, you know, the enlightened people know we are sovereign beings, and yet at the same time, when you look at what happens to people who do speak out, and it's, it's like what we were talking about today, it's like being back in Nazi Germany, if you're you very on the wrong political side, you know, this is what's yeah. going to happen to you, they'll lock you away, and yeah, it's it's... It's really startling that it's so overt. And I was talking to a friend of mine who was a dark ops person, and he has a lot of inside information. And I said, what the heck's going on? Because one of our guests that we've had on a bunch of times, he is a clinical psychologist, and he has developed a profound relationship with the tribe of Bigfoot. And he has all these parabolic microphones set up on his property and cameras and things like that. He's done a really good job so he can say to everybody, yeah, it's true. This is what's happening. Here it is. Well, one night they catch people talking Mm -hmm. from the microphone, and it's the FBI on his private property. It's like so. It's I was talking to my friend about this, and so what the heck? I mean, they always used to go after abductees, but now they're also going after people like Doctor J. Why? And his answer was, was interesting. Thinking, was, uh, Pardon I'm me? sorry, What was the answer? Please go ahead. I didn't need so, to interrupt. Oh no, that's fine. So, you know, my friend said the reason is because with this regime in political power. There is absolutely no oversight, and anything goes. That's what he told me. Anything goes. That's right. So, um, yeah. And, again, you say, well, we've got to do the work. and we've Okay, but look at this. Look at what, what is happening. These people with no integrity trying to uh, take over this tribe of Bigfoot so that they can get the Bigfoot to work with them. The Bigfoot want nothing to do with them. That's unbelievable. Yeah, that's the kind of thing that uh, people are facing today. And they even broke into his house. You know, they have cameras everywhere. But, again, it's with this regime, anything goes, nobody's watching, nobody cares. So they're getting away with a lot of really, really invasive and and terrible things. Not that they didn't do that years ago, because they did, with abductees as well. But this is new, so well it's, years ago, it's really dawn- sub- it's a daunting thing, you know years ago,
1: they were more in the closet with their uh <laughs> <I clothes laughs> the satanic agenda was subliminal uh we were getting it through te- through films and subliminal images with the mm-hmm. entertainment and now it's just like it's out it's yeah, way out. And that's a good thing. Although it's disgusting, it's a good thing because people are starting to see it for what it is. And there's an initial reaction like a lot of young people are buying into it. But there are also a lot of people who are saying, hold on a minute here. This is over the line. Finally responding. And we've got to stand up to this. It's just, you know, what we need is heroic courage. And it's not easy because they're making examples out of anybody that tries to stand up for for light, for truth, for
2: justice, as
1: you well know.
2: But oh, we've yeah. got I mean, to be look at great- these Yeah, I mean, look at the parents who have come together to stand up against the agendas that they're using against their children. And you know, there's a lot of parents that have joined forces, and yet they're they're treated horribly because of it. So it is, it is yes, I know a lot of people are being called to action and all of that, but I think a little help from <laughs> nice. um, yes. the Syrians would be appreciated or whomever else wants to say. And, and I don't want to hear one more, you know, excuse like, oh, we don't interfere. Oh, yes, they do. They've interfered throughout. So they've interfered in so many different ways. So I don't buy into that at all. But they can help. And it's like they're helping through you. You know, they're they're giving information. The Syrians are that they feel and they okay. think it can be helpful. But I think, you I know, mean, we need more. Thousands like that. People, thousands and thousands of people have told me that the books started
1: them on the path of awakening. Yeah. And that is a wonderful yeah, gift yeah. that I, I can receive. And so... You know, we're all playing our roles like you both are in this effort of the life forces to combat this this horrific darkness. And my only answer is all I know to do is to be on this mission, to keep spreading light, shining light into the dark corners. And, you know, it's not to say that we're not getting help, by the way. Because things are shifting. I can say that in the last month, month and a half, I'm seeing a shift. Things are starting to just break down for the power. I mean, look at it. Everything is being exposed. Uh, the war sure. is a joke now. It's like everybody's mm-hmm. got a, con- a mind is going, oh, I get it. So the day that they decided to attack to the the whole Middle East thing, I've got to be careful what I say here. Um, poof, Ukraine was put on the back burner. Uh huh, uh huh, got
0: mm-hmm. it.
1: And more and more people are are being able to examine the, this unfolding reality, the perpetuation of war. People are exhausted from it, and this wanton spending, sending billions of dollars while the the, the cultures of our countries are crumbling the infrastructure is crumbling the degradation of civilization is in our face and i believe it's going to take that in your face before enough people rise into their power so you know i'm not suggesting that uh we don't need help it'd be really nice but perhaps Help is coming in a form that we don't recognize. Like you said, people like me doing what I do, people like you doing mm-hmm. what you do, and uh, perhaps behind the scenes
2: there is intervention.
3: We
0: have to That's see. Wait, oh, it, that.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that on some levels that that is happening, and and I, I'm just saying, I think it needs to happen more because the dark forces mm-hmm. have have dug in. And even though it's being exposed, guess what? They're still standing. They're still making the laws. They're still hauling people off to jail that don't agree with them. So, yeah, I mean, this, unfortunately, is being exposed as the world we live in. But taking that apart and really creating um, the way that we deserve to live, not like we are now, um, that's another step that is going to require some Definite power. So it's yeah. you know because it's great to just sit back and, and and say yeah we all need to accept our own sovereignty and responsibility and all of that but there's a lot more to it as you well know oh, yeah. with ascension and with with making a a change to this culture that has gone so far down uh the hole and and really straightening it out again the stuff that's going on with the children today is unbelievable. Oh. um, Yeah, they're destroying the future generations as best they can.
1: It's Mm not childhood anymore. Not like we knew it. No. No. No, But again, yeah, it's you know, we've got people that are just like, I want to stay in love and light. And, you know, these people Mm -hmm. I dismiss. They're not contributing anything. So they're in their bubble. um, You know, Mm -hmm. okay, that's how you choose to... Deal with what's going on around you. You're great. There's a lot to be said for being, you know, it's peace in your inner world. But there are others of us who are warriors who, who who know that if if we don't fight back this monstrous energy, um, it will like you said, it's dug in and it will consume the planet. And then I get people to say, well, I don't believe in fighting against anything. I go, well, great, step aside because a lot of us are doing that. And, <laughs> yeah,
2: really get out of the way. Yeah, we had. An, yeah, we had an astrologer more... on, and mm-hmm. and he he's made a very direct statement. He said, "I've never been so in this so-called mm-hmm. new age crowd that professes all yeah. this love and light." He said, "It's all bullshit because they refuse to see what's going on, mm-hmm. and they're voting it in." You know, they're like <laughs> casting their vote for it. And making up some excuse as to why that's okay. So it was interesting to hear him talk um, because a lot of those people are his clients. But, Mm -hmm. you know, he had to speak out and say, this is not acceptable. I didn't mean to interrupt. You you were going to say something.
1: The New Age movement has been infiltrated. So you've got a lot of false leaders and gurus, let's call it that, Mm -hmm. who for that other side who are really creating great chasms in the spirit communities on purpose giving out wrong information you know how to manifest a new car (laughs) and things like that (laughs) right that's going to save you right (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it's it's an extraordinarily difficult moment for us to be alive and and it's and all I can say is they want us in fear and that's the mm-hmm. vibration the grip on the planet and so all and we can course do unfortunately for many yeah, it is, it is. Um, but for me my attitude is well I've had a good life if it's time for me to go I'm going out but I'm going out sovereign baby
2: you are not going <laughs> to way to go way great. to go yeah that's the only way to go. Yes, that's so true. So with the Syrians, are there any other ETs that they talk about that they are in partnership with or friendly with in this fight for our sovereignty rather than control over us? Well, they've,
1: all, they've often said that they're in alliance with some of the Pleiadians. And it's tricky because there are, there's a lot of um, misinformation about Pleiadian energy. And there's also a lot of information about how some of the Pleiadian vibration has fallen back. I've never really understood that. But the Council say that there are Pleiadians on the Syrian High Council. Um, There are whales and dolphins. They're highly evolved beings. And they, in fact, you know, that book, it's called Before We Leave You, Messages from the Great Whales and the Mighty Dolphin Beings, describes Mm. how they exist in all these different dimensions how they work on all these different levels. And so they are, you know, I, I don't know what your experience is with dolphins and whales, but they are so enlightening to be around. And I believe they're, they probably are more intelligent than humans.
2: <laughs> I think you're right. And they're wisdom keepers. You know, they store wisdom. So, yeah. I mean, we are believers, and every animal knows more than we do. That's for sure. So, yeah, and the the wisdom that they hold.
1: Yeah, the the brain of a humpback whale is supposedly the size of a Volkswagen car. Oh, my goodness. Incredible. Yeah, their ratio of brain to body is much more um, effective than the relationship of our brain to our body, and that's something to look at, right? Yeah, it is. It is.
2: <laughs> well, and let me add something to your comment about the Pleiadians because we had a guest on the show who uh, had an experience with the Pleiadians. And as he recounted it, both P.K. <laughs> and I were like, I don't know about these Pleiadians. I wouldn't want to do business with them. And as <laughs> what you're what saying, happened? it's it's not... All of them. But what happened was he was leading groups in Peru, in Machu Picchu. Mm -hmm. And he was uh, befriended by someone who was Pleiadian. No question that, that this guy is telling the God's honest truth about it. And the Pleiadian asked him if he could have access to his tour group that he was leading. But he said, you can't tell them who I really am. And who we really are, because there are more than one. Because we're doing these studies, and if they know who we are, then it'll corrupt our our research. Well, I didn't like that. Yikes. I, I didn't like, like that, that at all. Yeah, and no. PK, you didn't like it. So you definitely did You know, we, we we're not. You know, we 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 don't usually confront our guests, <laughs> but we. <laughs> kind of quietly sat there and went, huh, all right, this is why we've had this kind of suspicion about some of the Pleiadians, that they're not all what we were told they were. So I'll just share that. And
1: well, unless it, it wasn't worth. even Pleiadians, but rather some black operative group. You never know who it's you're possible. dealing with, you
2: know? right? Yeah, you because don't, except I do this guy is, is pretty insightful, and I think when what he was sharing and what I felt and while he was sharing it was yes, they mm-hmm. were Pleiadians. It's just that I think they were the Pleiadians that the Syrians referred to, as you said, they had fallen back. I think those mm-hmm. were some of those, <laughs> some of those kind. <laughs>
1: I'll just tell you, you know, I've led so many groups all over the world, and it's such a very big responsibility to take care of a lot of these people. And a lot Mm -hmm. of them are very very gullible. So, you know, like walking a temple in Egypt and one of the guards take, you know, (coughs) waves a girl over and says, you know, come here. I'll show you the, 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 the place in the temple where the energy is really strong. And, you know, these women say he was so loving, so wonderful. I go, did you tip him? Yeah, well, he wanted to yeah, at the end. Yeah. I go, okay. Yeah. Well, you're lucky you didn't get right. I mean, it's like stay yeah. grounded a little, I'm here uh-huh. because, there are a lot of people who are very gullible, and you're in okay. an environment like or or Egypt or whatever, and there are we're marks, we're easy marks for these people.
2: Yeah, so that's so true. You know, you never you
1: never know who you're dealing with. And unfortunately, I am a very very powerful psychic and I get that gut hit mm-hmm. and I people away or or whatever but uh, just to run into someone who claims he's a,
2: as a Pleiadian and they want information but you can't tell people mm, watch out yeah exactly exactly so yeah I, I don't know I mean long ago you know 40 years ago I remember people talking about the Pleiadians how wonderful they were and all of that. And they they very well may be, but I'm a firm believer in that there's good and bad in everything. So why would it be any different with the Pleiadians, the Syrians, the reptilians, whomever? There's a variety. So it's it's so well, important because, like <laughs> you said to keep your uh, antenna up.
1: Yeah. The higher you go up in the if, if it is if it can be measured as higher or lower in the dimensions. The less duality there is, until finally we merge back with source, and that's the end of the polarity of, of reality. So, you know, the fifth dimension is is uh, more dense than the sixth, and so on, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, far back as Barbara Hans Hensklaau, who was a wonderful Pleiadian channel, and um, oh, she was she was channeling Pleiadians way back. And, but there was a shift somewhere along the way where all of a sudden there was this uh, a, a shift in the Palladian energy, and a lot of people have noticed it and taken note of that.
2: So, yeah, interesting. Confirmed that to me. Very interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Now, yeah. with the Syrians, you're talking about duality versus uh, uh, minimization of that. Do you have male and female with the Syrian race?
1: There's a sense of male and female, but it's nothing that... Because when when I have contact with the Syrians, I don't ever see forms. I see balls of light. Huge mm-hmm. orbs of light. And Uh, But there is a sense, there are three primary speakers in the the council, and one of them is this very father-god-like energy. And one of them is, uh, and it feels male to me, and one is uh, my personal, uh, let's say she's more of my personal guide. Her name is Katar, definitely female. And uh, there's another ambiguous one, scientist I call him that uh it's unclear. But as again, as you go up in the dimensions, or what I'd like to say is the more you refr you refine energy, the less the polar field is at play. So that would uh also apply to the male female energies as far as I'm mm-hmm. understanding. hmm
2: Interesting. <laughs> now you've because also written a number of, of sorry. I'm sorry, go ahead, finish that up. I was just going to say, at something? that level of consciousness, there's, there's there's orb-like
1: light. They're no longer in physical form. Although people depict them in these gorgeous robes and headdresses and whatever, my experience is that when they come in, they're like these gigantic balls of light. It's like somebody throws mm-hmm. a switch on a ball, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry for
2: now, you've written many other books, and one of them is The God Code, and we're running out of time. We're just going to have to have you back if, you're, if you can stay up late for us again sometime, because that's another <laughs> wonderful book that you've yeah, written yeah, I, I know people have a lot of interest in. So, um, gosh, this has been such a wonderful evening to talk with you about all these exciting things. So you're going to continue on, obviously, with your uh, communication with the Syrians, and then there'll be more books because they're not going to let you go on this one. <laughs> yeah, I don't they're gonna think keep... so.
1: I mean, they're going to keep. They're going to keep. The name of the other book is "Hacking the God Code: The Conspiracy to Steal <laughs> the Soul." It's a doozy. I'd love to come on and talk to you about that. But uh, yes, I think there's a lot more books coming in for me, and I uh, I'm in service. Uh, you know what I do,
2: so. Uh, Fortunate oh, I- Yeah, so, um. so yeah, they're, they're not going to let you go. You are working with them, and that's it. And we do definitely want to hear about hacking the God Code. And uh, I know there's a, a lot of interest in that and mm-hmm. the matrix and whatever you want to call it. There's all kinds of things going on where people claim to be seeing glitches. And, uh, of course, there's the Mandela effect, which has a lot of interest with people. So, yeah, we would love to have you back talking about all of these things. And we appreciate the work you're doing because we really, really stand behind what you're doing with trying to get people to understand this from a much larger perspective and that they are playing a part in it.
1: And part of my, a big part of my work is for people to get out of fear, to help people understand Mm -hmm. enough that they, uh, they step out of fear because that's how... That is how we're being controlled. If there's no fear, they haven't got us. Yeah. So that's a part of my mission is to get people to stand in their power and let go of the fear.
2: Do you and, feel you know, that they doing a good job? Yeah. I mean, do I, you feel I think that they, they are feeding off of it? They're feeding off of the oh, fear. Yeah. The reptilians that are pulling the strings. Absolutely. That's mm-hmm. their loosh. But
1: I, I, I think it's so important for people. Uh, what i i really drive home in all of my work is to remind people hey you know what this is just a temporary location this earth life you've really got to own the fact that you are a spiritual being a soul that decided to incarnate here for a while a short while 70, 80, 90 mm-hmm. years don't take it mm-hmm. too seriously no pun intended yeah. And, you know, but- <laughs> start acknowledging that you are a mortal being you're a sovereign soul and no matter what comes down on this planet, you're out of here yeah we're going, you know, whether it's ascending up onto a cloud or dying, nobody likes to use that word anymore by the way, you can't say dying you're supposed to say passing Oh, rearrange
2: uh, mm-hmm. for some
1: whether <laughs> okay. whatever it start getting out of here alive, right so, yeah It's important for us at this moment uh, in life and in our civilization to start giving more conscious attention to the question of existential reality. What is the meaning of life? What am I doing here? Why did I choose to be here? And is my exit already preordained? I do believe it. it is. I think we chose when to come in and we chose when to go out before we start manifesting form here. And so that mm-hmm. feeling for me is, eh, I probably already have a date with, uh, with fate, And so whatever comes down, all I know to do is to do my best, working for the light, being courageous, being strong, and being joyful, being funny, and bringing love into the picture instead
2: of fear. That's what I did. Well Wonderful. that's excellent. And Patricia, please give out your website. You've got some you got a gorgeous website and some beautiful artwork. You're also an artist. So tell people how to get in touch with you. Thank you. My website is Patricia C O R I
1: dot com and all the other stuff, my YouTube channel and everything, you can pick up by going there. So Patricia dot
2: Excellent. Well, thank you so much again for staying up late to talk with all of us. And it's been wonderful. We'll be back in touch and see if we can have you on to talk about Hacking the God Code and everything else exciting that's going on with your communication with the Syrians. So thank you so much. I
1: love that. And I'll be sure to get a book to you. We'll, we can
2: arrange that when we're off. Oh, great. Excellent. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Patricia. So we'll be back thank in touch you. soon. Thank and you. It's been a joy. Go ahead. Yes. i, I to say and, thank you both for what you did. Oh, well, that's nice to be acknowledged. Appreciate that. We Absolutely. do. So everybody will be back next week with another great show. And until then, we will see you on the Blue Highway. Good night, everyone. Good night.
1: Thanks for listening. Tune in next week for another radio adventure with supernatural